Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Von Erich family is legendary. He was kind of a bully. Lance, Lance by, by chance, chance wrestling as a Von Erich. They were afraid I would go to WWF, so they kind of on television it, that I wasn't a real Von Erich. Find out what Lance talked about in his book. You know how many people that I've worked with that are or dead, especially with world class. Many, many, many people took steroids on top of the other drugs. Chris Adams headbutted the, the co-pilot. And find out what happened when Lance left Dallas. I used to run guns from the States to South Africa and got busted in the UK. Lance, Lance by, by Chance, chance wrestling, wrestling as a Von Lance by Chance. Get your book today at LanceByChance.com or on Amazon. This is the Aztec warrior Alex Cruz, and you are listening to the Wrestleville Podcast with Vinny Berry. To the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest this episode is Alex Cruz, professional wrestler from New Orleans, Louisiana. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, hey, thank you for coming on. So you have a very interesting story, and uh, we'll definitely talk about that. You have been around the game of wrestling since 2014, actively training and competing uh you know what not only that though you 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 were telling me that you you know you did have a little hiatus and uh just kind of catch us up to speed and what's going on you you recently made your return uh in september of this year so tell us what's been happening with you alex definitely so um Yes, we kind of previously spoke and touching on the footnotes. Um, I started training in the end of 2014 and in New Orleans. And uh, after the first year or so at the wrestling school that I was at, I decided to make the decision that was best for me to leave that school and kind of pursue my own path in professional wrestling and started working with different people, different promotions, different trainers. And, uh, you know, through the course through 2019, I ended up working in 17 states and Puerto Rico, 
Um, I went and did, we did got an opportunity to do some extra work with WWE. I had a ring of honor tryout, which was fantastic. Learned a lot very early on in, in my career. And, you know, and, and then also, and then 2016, we, uh, we had the idea to start our own promotion out here in Chalmette, Louisiana, which was called elevate pro. And, uh, this city was notorious for professional wrestling back in the, uh, you know, in the early eighties and nineties, because it's, it's pretty much where mid South wrestling used to predominantly run. And it was just a historic area wrestling town. So it was really cool to bring it back to St. Bernard parish. Uh, so 2019 strolls along and towards the back end of it, I just started getting like really overwhelmed. A lot of things were going on in my personal life to where personal wrestling, everything all together started to just kind of combust and, and it was causing a little friction. And I made the decision to sell elevate pro in October of 2019. And my plan was to take the rest of the year off. So uh, as far as that plan, everything was going accordingly. So, you know, me personally, I was like, okay, I want to stay active. I want to stay in shape. So I decided to, to start playing uh, soccer again. And before our championship game in December of 2019, while I was taking my time off, I was warming up with some guys and I was a goalkeeper. That's what I played, you know, my, my, my entire life, you know, it was the biggest thing. And I was warming up and they were like, Oh, don't worry about warming up. We're just going to go play in the field. And I was like, okay, no problem. And we started running around kicking the ball and I went chasing after the ball and went to plant my foot. And all of a sudden my Achilles tendon and my left foot, just, just ankle just popped, you know, literally like a, like a huge rubber strap just popping. And that moment changed my life forever. Um, at that point, I had surgery probably about a week, week and a half later, probably about a week later. And uh, I was out seven, eight months, you know, that, that, that was recovery and everything. And by the time that I was cleared, we were right at the beginning of, of COVID-19. So as you know, wrestling and just everything was shut down. And obviously, you know, people were talking about social distancing. Wrestling is the last thing that, that right. is social distancing. Yeah, and not only you know is the injury a setback, but then there's a there's a um, like a I guess like a depression or like there's a mental. I've been injured before, right? And it's just not physical. It's like, golly, I should be doing this. I wish I could be doing that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's, a, it, it's a it's an interruption, right? It, it was it was a huge interruption, uh, you know, because I have a. Uh, so I have an eight-year-old daughter at the time, 20, 2020, she was five, that summer she turned five in 2020. So a lot, a lot was going on and, you know, you're, you're sitting there thinking, okay, well, what, what, what is the right move to do? You know, how am I going to go forward? Uh, I was giving up a lot of my, you know, almost like what we call it in the military civilian side careers for wrestling you know obviously as professional wrestlers at some point you're giving up way more to pursue your dream than you are getting in return and i was caught up doing those things and and when the injury happened i was like okay well i i felt it was the right moment to go back into the army national guard because i started thinking future you know i wanted to just make sure health insurance obviously uh starting to rebuild my foundation to, to have a steady career. And I wanted to make sure that my daughter was going to be taken care of. And, uh, 
So I re-enlisted into the guard in, in August of 2020. And, and by April of 2021, I got on active duty orders. And now I'm currently still, my, my career is an active duty recruiter for the army national guard. And I absolutely love it. I'm able to work with numerous, you know, students and high schoolers and people and, and, you know, impacting that side and helping them build the foundation for their future. Uh, but as we fast forward a little bit, it, it started, you know, my, my, my wrestling, the, the passion I had for it never went away. And, um, so this year, one of my good friends and, and someone who was there in the beginning of elevate pro, he ended up losing his wife over the summer and, uh, you know, mother of, of, you know, he, they, they both, you know, had three kids total. Um, they were about to, you know, like just purchase a house. So there was so much going on. And when I heard about it now, granted in 2020, when the beginning of 2020, like right after my injury, I disappeared. I cut myself off of every wrestling possible. I had 13,000 followers on Instagram, deleted the page. I had uh, 5,000 max followers on Facebook. Like the, the friends on there deleted the page. I deleted everything. Alex Cruz, disappeared because I needed to disconnect myself from professional wrestling so I can find myself and, and, and just, just pretty much figure out what I wanted to do. So, um, here we are July of 2023 and, and this tragedy happened. And, and I knew at that moment I had to reach back out to him because I haven't talked to him since that moment. And, uh, I reached out to another buddy of mine and I was like, Hey, look, we need to put a benefit show together and, uh, to, to raise money for this family, to help them to, to move forward. And I knew at that moment, the time was right because his wife was just a pivotal point, just the support that she had for him and what we were accomplishing out here, bringing wrestling back into the parish. And, and it was just, we had such a family environment with this company that I knew, I knew that was it. If there was any more time more pivotal to come back it was then and i didn't know if it was going to be a one-off or not but from just the reaction and the way things are and the way that my life has worked out over the last uh the last three to six months it's time to come back and it's time to uh like i've like i've been posting everywhere it's time to reclaim my throne you know as for an independent wrestler and you described your your resume a little bit there in the the beginning you know some of the things that you accomplished some of the places that you've gone and you know your your uh, extra work and stuff and i mean you gave up a lot i mean for for an independent wrestler I mean, you really did walk away. You you had a fan base, right? You said thirteen thousand, five thousand. You know, I mean, you 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 know, there's guys on the scene that you know that that's what they want, right? right. And so, uh, I'm curious of you know, you said you had a lot going on. You you were overwhelmed, or you know what what was it that you know maybe even a little burnout you know what what do you, what was the i guess the deciding factor that was just like because i'm going to ask you what the deciding factor was and then what what it was like returning right because obviously if you've walked away from it you walked away from it for a reason right but then obviously there's enough passion for you to come back and i'm kind of curious to see if you could 
help me with uh, understand definitely. that. Definitely, and, and and I think uh, over the last over the last uh, year year and a half, I think communication and transparency has been one of the the most important things that I've been working on and learning. So. Uh, in the summer of 2019, I was so I was previously married, and um, uh, you know I was going through the divorce. That whole thing it was just, um, you know, one of those things. Two different people, and and uh, you know we just felt that it was the best thing to do. And and obviously I stayed around for a good bit just for my daughter to be there because obviously that's the most important thing in my life is her, and everything I do. I just like, just like the uh, Brian Adams song, everything I do, I do it for you, you know, and that's, I do it for her. And so it wasn't so much the, 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 the relationship itself, but it was just like everything that was built and attached and all just like, just everything that, that, you know, the house and, and bills and different things that, you know, you have to separate and move around. And then, you know, obviously, you know, I have my daughter and you're learning to kind of separate things and you have to start rebuilding a little bit again. And um, it, with the professional wrestling company, I was at the point where I was, you know, assisting to train, even though it was my company, I will never say I was the head trainer because I made sure that uh, Benjamin Jason Wood, he's a, he's a guy he used to work with OVW. He's out here in the Gulf Coast now. Uh, 18 plus years experience we brought him in to, to kind of be the head trainer at the school uh, and so I was I was basically training and helping train three days a week sometimes four depending on the situation uh, every weekend I was booked two to three shows sometimes a weekend sometimes a little less but usually no more than two to three so between all of that I was constantly traveling I had a job as well during the week I still had to be a father there was so much going on and then everybody's depending on and then also with with the company we're still running shows so and we were running in two different areas so I don't know how familiar you are with Louisiana but we have you know Lafayette Cajun country you know so we were running shows out there but out here in Chalmette right outside the New Orleans area we were running shows here too so all of that going on everything jumbled together you know you know my personal life needed me because of you know my job and the situation going through being a father and then on the same flip side you had wrestling where you had students and people relying on you to make sure that you were at the school and that we were training and that we were getting our reps in and make sure the the, the students were doing what they needed to do and and then obviously i was taking bookings and trying to figure all that out so it was a lot of stuff going on and um it was just, I was really overwhelmed. So to the point where I was so burnt out that, you know, I was talking to a couple of people, uh, just about a month or two ago. And they were like, look, on the last couple of months that you were wrestling, we could see it on your face that you were just kind of spent. And I, and I didn't even notice it. Uh, cause usually I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive person. I'm never really like down in the dumps and, uh, or really stressing about, about things. And, and so it was so much going on at once that it, I had to make a decision and I knew that at that point, my mental health in a sense, and, and I, I use that word lightly because I feel some people will use that as a crutch, but I felt that if I can't, it's something I told you earlier, if I can't commit 110% to something, I know I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do it because my thing is if I can't be good for myself, I'm not going to be good for anybody else. So the most important thing I needed to do was get my life together figure out what I needed to do, take a break. And that break brought injury and injury put me out way longer and changed everything. But I promise you, 
And I tell you this with 100% sincerity, that injury was the best thing that could have happened to me. And if, if I, and I know it sounds crazy, but if I have to go through it again and again and again, I would do it again and again and again because of what it's allowed me to do and how I found myself and just how I've been able to restructure my life. What do you think the difference was uh, stepping back into the ring in September compared to when you left in 2019? So, I mean, you you know, you felt like you, you said that your friends could see it on your face that you were kind of done, right? Um, well, you're not done now, right? Right. <laughs> Can you put no. your finger on it? Can you put your finger on, like, what how you felt or what it meant for you to return? Wow. Um, I'm still, I'm still on a high from it. Um, so I think the way that I would describe it is, is almost, it's, it's almost like, 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 um, like a, like a validation. However, I feel that it was an emotional night. I will say it was an emotional night because not only was it like a return, but it was the benefit show to honor Nicole that we lost as part of like the wrestling family in our community. But I felt this, this, this feeling of like satisfaction and, and like relief, you know, that, that the, the choices that I've had to make over the last few months to better my daughter, myself, just in general, there's been signs of good, positive validation. And, um, my daughter's in a great place. I'm in a great place. And when I got back into that ring, talking to the fans, and even before the show, getting into the locker room, seeing all the like all the boys that I haven't seen in almost four years, and the love that I got, the support that I got, the the we're so happy you're back. We've missed you. It hasn't been the same, you know, for for some guys. And to know that I made a, a bit of an impact and through all the politics or sometimes all the drama that kind of comes with wrestling to know that people still care, that feeling just, it hits the heart. And all I know is that this go around, I want to make a positive difference and I just want to be an asset and anywhere I go, I'm, I'm, I'm almost, I feel like uh, I, I've matured and I'm a little too old for the drama at this point. And, and I don't take a lot of things seriously as far as, you know, getting mad over little things or being upset for no reason or, you know, I think, I think wrestling's art, it's beautiful. It is a, it is a way to tell a story. And I feel that especially in the wrestling community, if a lot of people would just kind of put the competitiveness or just like, you know, obviously some places are, are a little bit more valued than others. And, and some people, you know, obviously operate things a little bit different, but if, if everyone's trying to accomplish the same goal, then there's ways to work together. And and I feel that, that, you know, being back now, I just have this, this, this fire to just do the best that I can. And, and, and just, I want to, I want to create matches that people are going to be proud of. And I want to tell a story and I want to, I want to bring a little bit of like ruggedness back to what, what it's supposed to be. And, and so, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. I, I still can't fully put it into words because just like the excitement is there, but then my mind is always working because I'm always trying to find a way to separate myself from kind of like the norm. So uh, yeah, it's kind of, kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. That's good that you returned. I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of people listening to this and like, Man, I can't believe 
he was, you know, wrestling in Puerto Rico and he wrestled in 17 states and, you know, he had his own company and, yeah. you know, Ring of Honor. And, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, who 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 wants to step away from that? Right. I mean, but again, when when you're dealing with whatever's right in front of you, you know, right. and the passion isn't there, you know, right. It, you know, it's like, wow, what, you know, something's going on with this guy, you know, and it's, it's yeah. good that, you know, when you, you, you said that you, you don't use mental health lightly, there are so many people that get overwhelmed yeah. with stress or, I mean, it's happened to me, right? I mean, it's happened, right. it's happened to everybody you know, walking. Of course, of course. <laughs> you know, you just get bombarded and then something else happens and something else happens and something yeah. else. But, you know, it takes a little time to reset and reevaluate and then kind of like, all right, I've got a, got a new game plan, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, what what are your goals for this time around? And, you know, I'm sure you want to have fun. You you said about the good matches and good storytelling, but do you have any, like, little milestones set for yourself? So I think, I think right now my biggest thing is to perfect the basics again. And uh, my short-term goals is just obviously knocking off the rust, feeling better than I was before because I feel like I have a much better understanding because even though I've been gone for this period of time, I've been watching the product. I've always watched the product, both shows, three nights a week, four nights a week now with Collision. Um, I, I just watch and I learn and I'm, I'm watching guys and who's on top and who's, you know, in the middle and, you know, what crowd, you know, who's the champion and why are they champion, you know? And, and I, I think at this point, some of the goals that I have set to myself is it, it's kind of hard to, 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 to think too far ahead because recently I've been just learning I want to enjoy the journey and I want to control what I can control right now. And I feel that sometimes when you, when you look too far ahead and you start worrying about what's back there, you start to, you miss the opportunity to be great or really good at what you're supposed to be doing right now because you're too focused on that end goal. And my thing is I want to focus on today. I want to focus on tomorrow and I want to focus on just what I need to do right now to get to that end point. So I think at, at this point, I want to, I want to make sure that again, that I stand out that Alex Cruz is a brand because the moniker was the Aztec warrior and I will always be that. And I want to make sure people remember like, Hey, he's got a different look. His gear is a one top notch because I've always prided myself in my gear from the days where I wore the entrance mask and took it off, all my gear was custom made in Mexico. Nothing that you can buy here. Everything was personalized um, down to my entrance music is personalized. And I would just want to make sure that people see that the time and efforts put into me, into my, into my character and that I can still deliver good quality matches. And I hope that through these short-term goals, that the justification and validation will come with bigger opportunities. So I do want to make sure that I'm taking uh, matches and bookings that'll benefit me, that'll challenge me, but all within reason, because I don't want to run before I can walk. And I'm just focused on, Hey, let's, 
iron sharpens iron, get in there, train and, and humble. You know, I, I, people throw that word around a lot, but I've talked to a lot of guys around here that, you know, I've, I've worked with in the past. And I told them, look, like when we can get in a ring and train together, I was like, I want you to reteach me. I was like, I, no matter if I did this longer than them or whatever, I was like, please reteach me. I'm going to be a sponge and just help me get back on track. And it's nothing to do with pride and just wanting to get this thing done. Right. Well, you're fortunate to be in an area that, you know, has quite a few promotions, quite a few really, really good wrestlers. I mean, yes. I did some research on the Gulf Coast region uh, with, you know, with the help of John Paul. And I, yeah. <laughs> I was blown away, man. I really was blown away of the product that, that was down there. You know, uh, the competition, uh, the names the names that come in and the names that are there, you know, it was just like, wow, man, to me, uh, being an outsider looking in, it, it was kind of like, like I found gold, you know what I mean? Like it was the best kept secret. You know, I was like, wow, you know, and someone could come down in that area and get some work in. Oh yeah. We, so we, as Elevate Pro, just I'll even talk like when when I when we had the company, you know, because there was there was almost like my Elevate Pro, and then there was when we sold it, they kind of took it in a different direction. But during the time that I had it, as a promoter, a lot of people, you know, obviously, you know, it's all about money, right? But for me, I didn't care if I made money, if I broke even, or I lost money. I wanted to make sure we brought in quality. And we had the likes of, um, you know, Pentagon Jr. at the time, but Benta Estero Miedo, he was here. Uh, we brought in Gangrel. We brought in uh, Serpentico. Like, he was a mainstay all the time. We were fortunate to uh, bring in different wrestlers and, and just give people a little bit of a, a mix of what professional wrestling could be. And, and yeah, in the Gulf Coast, tremendous talent. I mean – Ray Fury from is you know he and I started around the same time he's he's been amazing Lucha Lacora is a huge influence on my wrestling career he's uh an old man now and a dad so I hope he does hear this at some point but uh but he took me under his wing when I left uh the original promotion I was with in in, in uh, New Orleans when I started and really sharpened me up and helped me on like the lucha side of things and just being impactful and again benjamin jason wood a guy he is just one of the i think one of the best creative minds in the south and um he was really great but i mean you have so many guys just from the gulf coast area i mean uh even down to like mustang mike over there in, in the like on the, the lake charles charles side i mean that man's been in the business forever but and i've never got to wrestle him yet but again a guy who's been around and, and different just different people uh Gosh, it, there's so many that it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to name a bunch, but it just in this area we've been very very fortunate. Um, even so, when I left, I used to work for a, a company over there in Pensacola, Florida. But it was back when uh, Matt Noi uh, owned it. It was him and Sika, and they had that promotion together. And I was able to work with both of them and go there pretty often, like very very young in my career. And uh, you know, Rosie and he he was just he was great. You know he taught me so much and it was just being kind of like a freelancer and I was going learning from all these different people and it was it was great you know and it, it is a little bit of a gold mine down here you know you just had a lot of good people and networking you know it's sometimes people think that you have to be at a school you're you know for a chunk of your career to, to, to just learn and get better 
But I think once you get the basics down and if you have access to a ring, go work with as many different people as you can because you're going to learn so many different things. And I mean, that's what helped me. I like, well, and, and also to work in, in different places, right? Where the crowds are different too. It's, it's just yeah. not wrestlers. A lot of people don't take that in consideration. You know, it's like there's, there's different vibes in different areas, right? And, oh, right. Right. I mean, some places go nuts for Lucha Libre. Other people are going to be like, what are you doing? Why are these guys flipping out of the ring? I mean, I, I've been learning to, you know, in the uh, like Gulf Coast, like out in like you go to Mississippi, it is old school wrestling. They like storytelling. And, you know, like luckily I was able to, you know, I've never been pure Lucha Libre. I've always just kind of been a little bit of a mix where I can do some flashy stuff, but, uh, you know, still do a little bit of everything. And, um you know, now being a little older, you know, I knew, I, I know I have, you know, my, my repaired Achilles, which there's no uh, limitations, but um, I also put on about 20 pounds versus the last time that I wrestled uh, back in 2019. And it's a good 20 pounds. However, I'd like to, you know, I want to muscle around a little more, you know, and, and, and now I, you know, I look at it and you, you look at the guys on top, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, MJF, what, Seth Rollins. What are the things that these guys got, have in common? And there's no over-the-top gimmick. It's character, the promos, being impactful and registering and making sure everything counts. And, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, you know what? Like, I want to that's, – that's where I'm aiming to go is instead of the flashy stuff – Let's make sure things register. Let's make sure that your pacing is good. Let's make sure that my character is being portrayed and that everything I'm doing has meaning and is impactful. And, you know, we're, we're able to adjust to what the needs of the crowd and the needs of the event is. So I, I'm really excited to just kind of see what I can do now because it's not – I feel like when I was when, when I was about to get out – before I even knew that I was, you got to think in 2018, 2019, we were at the peak of like the ricochet and the, and the Lucha underground and just everybody doing all the spots. And I mean, that is pure athleticism, but again, you look at who's on top now and it's, it's going back to the basics almost. So wrestling is art. And, and that's what I love about it is because when I get into, when I get into a match and like the, the show that we had in September, we knew what we needed to do for the crowd that night. And we knew the story that we needed to tell. And we brought a fight to them. We brought chaos. We brought passion and emotion. And we told the story. And every chance that I wrestle with somebody, I kind of watch what they do. And I, and I try to see how we can complement each other to create art to where it's going to benefit me. And it's going to benefit them. And the fans are going to enjoy it. Because if, you know, if you're just going in there doing the same stuff or, you know, like I love selling, I like if I can take a big boot or a clothes, I love it because, you know, I'm like, I can, I try to be like Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler and bounce around or flip or, you know, like it's selling is beautiful. Like that is, that, that is the biggest pity party you get to throw for yourself because when you look like you're dying, the crowd wants to cheer for you, you know, and it's, it's, it's just working with emotions and, and not getting fussed at for playing with someone's emotions. So, you know, you got to love it, you know, so it's, it's, it's wonderful. Well, if you ever questioned your passion uh, for wrestling, uh, you don't have to question it now. <laughs> right. No, no, I love it. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I've, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's obvious. You don't have to tell me that you love it. I can tell. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, so if fans do want to follow you and find you, how, how do they find you on social media? 
Easy. Facebook and Instagram, even Snapchat, if, if they want to kind of follow along the wrestling stuff. But it's all Alex Cruz Nation. I brought everything back nice and easy. So it's at A-L-E-X-C-R-U-Z-N-A-T-I-O-N. So at Alex Cruz Nation, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. All right, man. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on. It's been good talking to you. I really have uh, enjoyed it. And, yeah, it's been good getting to know your story. Definitely. And look, I, I really appreciate you reaching out. And this has been so fun. You know, like I just I could sit here and talk wrestling and just talk anything all day. So um, but yeah, thank you again for having me. And hopefully, you know, and, and, you know, down the line, maybe about a year, year and a half, see kind of where we're at and how things are going. And hopefully I'll have some cooler answers for you. So uh, but we'll definitely go from there. And again, hope hope you're doing well. Hope nothing but success for your podcast. And I can't wait to to hear more stuff come out of this. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, you have a good one. Take care of yourself. All right, you too. You're right. listening to the Wrestling Podcast, where wrestling lives. The Von Eric family is legendary. He was kind of a bully. Lance, Lance by, by chance, chance wrestling as a Von Eric. Eric. They were afraid I would go to WWF. So they kind of, on television, it, that I wasn't a real Von Eric. Find out what Lance talked about in his book. You know how many people that I've worked with that are, are dead, especially with world class. Many, many, many people took steroids on top of the other drugs. Chris Adams headbutted the, the co-pilot. And find out what happened when Lance left Dallas. I used to run guns from the States to South Africa and got busted in the UK. Lance, Lance by, by Chance, Chance wrestling, wrestling as a Von Eric. Lance by Chance. Get your book today at LanceByChance.com or on Amazon. <laughs>